you have to lead them to the form fills. You have to lead them to the phone calls or the email button or the or the direction request button. You can't just assume because you have a website up, people are going to take actions. Welcome to another Google Business Buzz. We've got a special one for you. It's Henry and Jay again, and today we've got the Christmas edition. So let's get it going. Jay, good to see you again, my man. How you doing? Good to see you, Henry. I feel great. I hope everyone watching and listening feels great as well. As you can see, Henry and myself are very much in holiday mode. We've got the the holiday attire for you. So feeling well, feeling good. Um, here to address an important topic today. Henry, what have we got in store for him today? Well, we know how important the holiday season is for everyone. It's a really big uh, time for people to get together, to get uh, acquainted again with their family and their friends. Many times we don't see them for months and months on end. And with that comes a lot of preparation as well, because as a, as a, regular person you have to think about christmas presents about hanukkah presents about uh what are you going to do for the dinner for new year's what are you going to do with all of this all of these events coming up and uh as a business owner you have to prepare as well um and yeah i think that this particular podcast is going to be very valuable for that small business owner that needs to understand what they have to take care of. We have a checklist of things that we want to give that small business owner, the local business, so that they can really, you know, mark off the list and get ready for that holiday season. And even before we get into that list, I think the most powerful way to set this off is going to be going over stories of real life experiences that Henry and I had around the holidays that we want to avoid for your businesses. So without further ado, I'll start with my story. So to those listening and watching, um, just for context, I have a big family, right? A lot of kids. And after one of my, my last baby was born, we get all get in the minivan, right? And we go to get a rotisserie chicken. My wife was tired. She, she couldn't cook that day. Obviously, we just had a kid. And so we go to get our favorite rotisserie chicken from this health food store. So it's a pretty long drive. It's about 30 or you know, 30, 35 minutes. So we drive all the way there in the cold. This is Midwest Michigan winter and in the snow, in the ice, all the kids in the car, just to find out that the store had not updated their Google business profiles, holiday hours. And so we drove all that way for nothing. There was no chicken, <laughs> vegetarian, sorry, there was no chicken. And you know, we were obviously disappointed. So that is a real life example of the power of um, of making sure your your hours and other properties online are appropriately updated. In this case, we would have gotten the chicken and we wouldn't have left with a negative experience about the store. So Henry, what, do you, what are your thoughts? Oh man, that that gives me so much to think about, right? How much, how bad of an experience that you had there, right? And what what consequences could that bad experience have for the business that didn't update their holiday hours and it's such an easy thing to do you just go into google go into apple go into the platform of your choice and update those holiday hours with whatever you are going to do but now since jay didn't get his rotisserie chicken 
he might have left a bad review, right? And then the business is now having to deal with an upset potential customer now now no longer going to be a customer probably will not return and not only that they left their bad experience for everyone to see on their profile so it's essential to have the accurate information on all of those platforms to avoid bad experiences and that's basically how google and all of these big companies facebook meta amazon apple have have you know done business and that the, their business model is based around exceptional user experience the best of the best making sure that their end users can be happy with the usage of the platform think about amazon how easy do they make it to return items that you don't want it's very simple. You can take it back to Whole Foods. You can take it to Kohl's and send it back and get something new. They refund you right away. The user experience is top notch. So that's another thing that we have to think about when we're thinking about the holiday season. Because in this this particular season, people are you know, going to have a different mentality. They're going to be more positive. They're going to be more willing to open up their wallets and spend. Um, and that is something that small businesses need to take advantage of by, first off, showing accurate information. It's happened to me too, Jay. Like I've been in the situation where you have been. I've been going to a party, wanting to stop by a you know bakery to pick up something nice to take to that party. Turns out that bakery map marker is not correct, right? And now I'm spending my time doing u-turns looking for this place and i really hate that experience so what do i do is uh, you know i as a user as a power user i consider myself of uh, google maps i'll go in there and actually suggest to edit, edit and move that yeah. map marker to the correct place i did i do that on apple maps too to improve others experiences like after me hopefully it doesn't happen again to the that other person but even that situation will can potentially give you as a business owner a bad review and it's something that you should be on top of the map marker the the correct address the correct phone number the correct website url and the hours of operation you know, everybody has a family and everybody has things to do on, on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or maybe even New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And if you're not able to pick up the phone because you were doing something, then you need to put in that in those particular days, those particular hours, you are not available. And Google will appreciate that because that is the truth. Just because we're nice guys, it doesn't make Henry's point any less true, right? Just out of curiosity, in case anyone's curious, no, I didn't leave a bad review that time, but I get it, right? I work in the industry. It's the holidays. I didn't take it personally. They're a small store, but normal customers are not as forgiving, guys. So all about the positive user experience, like like Henry said. So 
Speaking of which, what do we do on every platform? We just gave you a Google Maps example, and it gets a lot deeper than just Google Business Profile, as Henry will point out soon. But I want to start, Henry, with the heart of a business's presence online. And it can be argued that that heart is either the Google Business Profile or the website. I think both are, are suitable answers to the question, and they're both equally important, as we've discussed in previous podcasts. Let's start with the website. We had a good analogy going about you know walking into a store why don't we break down why keeping your website friendly to users during the holidays is even more important than it is normally. It's already a critical thing, but it's even more important now. So let's go into that. For sure. For sure. Thanks for bringing that up. Like, Let's think about how how popular and how, me- how much foot traffic a mall gets during the holiday season, right? It increases exponentially there's so many people just uh, doing window shopping choosing where to spend their money right and it really depends on on the display on how how uh well or inviting that display is that gets the foot traffic in the door now that's the same reasoning with web traffic on a search right you can think about a search engine results page just like a just like a mall a bustling mall and each result is a store window right so when a user clicks into that website that is similar to foot traffic right it's user traffic going into a website and now think about what a store has to do to get that foot traffic to actually spend money in that store. Like, what do they have to do, Ajay? Well, you got to be friendly and courteous. You got to welcome your the folks who enter your store. You got to be helpful, but not too pushy. You got to make sure you're quick with it, right? That you don't let them browse a little bit and walk away without them ever getting the help. So the analogy here to everyone listening with the website would be making sure the page is mobile responsive, is quick, that your images aren't crashing, that they're loading quickly enough, that um, you know, you've got your banners, it's colorful, and that the website overall has best practices applied to it for how to function and run well in 2023 and beyond, both on a mobile and on a desktop, um, especially on a mobile. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So you have to think about things like the layout of your website, right? How How is it formatted? Do you need to maybe update the background to have like a more holiday-friendly theme? Because that will, you know, inevitably affect how the user reacts to your website and what they choose to do within that website. You have to lead them to the form fills. You have to lead them to the phone calls or the email button or the or the direction request button. You can't just assume because you have a website up, people are going to take actions within that website, similar to a store. You walk into a store, you can either take action or walk out without spending money, right? And that's what happens with a website. So in my view, you need to definitely take a lot more time to think about how you want to display for the holiday season. Are you doing a uh, raffle? Are you doing a giveaway? Are you doing some offers, an event? That can be added to the website, a banner, a pop-up, some type of email collection strategy on the website that helps users understand that you're doing something for the holiday season. And that's when you get engagement and, and return business. Another thing that just came up, and this is like, this is totally off script here. I, I saw this, uh, this 
Instagram reel where it's genius, where they show how a code helps a, a price go from 200 to like $10, right? And and I, I went to the website, I tried the code and it worked. But it's it's genius because it's that that website created it. Like that website created this and made it like look like somebody's just hacking in, try trying to type in whatever code, and then it works. It's still working. It's it's out and about. I'm sure if you just Google it, you'll find it. But it's a ploy to get people to do that. And like, oh snap! Look, this this jewelry went from two hundred to ten dollars. I'm gonna order it right now. When in reality, it could have always cost ten dollars. It probably cost less. Famous trick of retail. Famous trick of retail. So, in addition to making your storefront appealing, guys, to making it uh, you know fast, responsive, safe. You also want to start thinking about beyond the website, what is probably, you know, an equally important thing is the Google business profile. Like Henry was saying in the example that we were going through, we talked about the hours being off and how that affected my whole family's chicken experience. But it goes a lot deeper than just Google business profile. Whenever we're talking um, local organic search, we're also talking um, other directory networks, right? Not just Google business profile. There are Apple maps to consider, Yelp, Bing, Yahoo. And as we've detailed, in, or, and these are just some some guys, it's not an exhaustive list. As we've discover, discussed previously, um, there's a network of these directories, local directories. And we wanna make sure that not only do we update our holiday hours on Google business profile, that we also update our holiday hours where Henry? On Apple maps, on yeah, I'm sure you've got Bing, a much better list on Yelp, on Yahoo, on all of the different online directories possible, um, and the website. You have to you have to make sure that the website hours are also aligned with what you have off page on all of those different profiles. In that same sense, you got to think about your your social media because those can also be thought of as directories. They do have you know business information such as hours of operation. And if you don't update those for the holidays, people are going to still, people may find you and think that you're open, start reaching out, which can cause a bad user experience. Another reason to do that, and I'm sure everybody has seen this before, on a, when they do searches on a holiday, uh, you know, Veterans Day might affect the business hours, right? Or, or Thanksgiving might affect these business hours. That happens. And that's because Google isn't sure if this business is open or not. There's a setting there on the back end of the Google business profile, which allows businesses to effectively and accurately set these holidays hours for months, months in advance, even years. And if you don't set it accurately, Google since it doesn't know, it will show a small snippet of text on the Google business profile that states that the holiday may affect these business hours. And that gives a user the sense of, you know, should I call? Should I not call? Are they even open? Like, maybe they're not open. I'm just not going to call. Like, that's that's what goes right into my head. And if I didn't know any better, you know, I would just think they're they're closed. So there's a lot of reasons, and that happens on Apple, that happens on Yelp. You really should take advantage of these platforms to give users the correct information, not just the search engines. 
100%. And if you're using um, a marketing company like us and they're doing a great job on your local listings, you know, you're going to know that your Google business profile is covered, that your Apple Maps is covered. So the Apple users aren't going to go to your store at the wrong hours, that Yelp, Bing, all these places are up to, up to date. So it's a small detail um, when you think about it. But if you, if, you, if you put some thought into it, you'll realize it's a lot bigger than it seems. Now, we've covered websites and the criticality of that. We've covered a, uh, you know, a portion of local organic search. I want to talk about paid ads. Um, so we don't encounter these issues here much at OMG National because we're so good at getting ahead of it. But if you're a plumbing business or a um, an HVAC business, right? Same deal as with organics. We want to make sure that, hey, when are you running on these big holidays, on Christmas, on Thanksgiving, on Christmas Eve, New Year's? So what are we doing here? And so what we, what we like to do is make sure that we schedule these pauses and unpauses well in advance and make sure that they are, um, that, that they are adhered to. So for, for you guys at home trying it on your own, whoever is responsible for making sure that your campaigns are either running or not running, please make sure that they have some sort of system set up on their end to make sure that you are stopped and not getting traffic when you're supposed to when you're supposed to be stopped and running when you, obviously you want customers. Otherwise, you could encounter the very awkward situation in which your campaign is left running and here you are at Christmas, you're not working today, but you're getting tons of calls about people who need an AC uh, or a, excuse me, a, heat, a new heater, right? So um, that is a simple example for service-based businesses, but I want you to also think about Google, uh, about the ads umbrella as a broader umbrella. Now, I, that's an example that could have maybe apply for local services ads and even for click-to-call and search for Google ads. But think about e-commerce and shopping now. That's a completely different ballgame, whereas maybe a, a plumber a plumber may be stopped during the holidays. If you're running a huge sale, a holiday sale, you want your campaigns up and you certainly want them optimized. You want um, to plan before, not after. So think about it like this. Christmas campaigns must start the day after Thanksgiving. You want to get ahead of it, guys, not, not be late to the party, right? Literally, figuratively in this case. So also think about your, like Henry said, your business hours. Think about specials you're running, how to promote that. Obviously, your advertising schedule, we've covered that. And consumer behavior changes and how you can account for those in your campaigns. So now that we've covered paid ads, we've covered local organic, we've covered the website, we've covered even touched on social media. Henry, what have you got next for us? Well, you were talking about e-commerce, something came to mind, and I think it's really important. A lot of times, especially during the holiday seasons, I find myself extremely busy, right? And I'll start a search, I'll even start a uh, checkout process but I might bounce off because somebody called my attention and I forgot all about it. It's all, it, it stays there. That's when it's really important to have your, your email marketing campaigns turned on and be able to send me an email or the users like me an email be like, hey, we noticed you, you have some things in your shopping cart. You might want to just check it out before you lose out on this special promotion or here's 5% off because we noticed that you didn't move forward with the checkout process. You know, there, there's so much to be done for the holiday season for these e-commerce and, and for, you know, regular brick and mortars if they choose to be open during those, those times. Um, but, you know, there's so much that we really could talk about as far as uh, getting ready for the holiday season. We can make this a three-hour podcast if we wanted to, just giving information about marketing and advertising for the holiday season. 
So I think we shouldn't do that. We'll probably lose out on all of our followers and uh, listeners, and I don't want to put them through that. High level, just make sure that, you know, think of a spider web strategy. Everywhere that you're online um, engaging with your customers and potential customers, you got to think of the lens, think through the lens of how they're going to view you and engage with your business through the holidays and make sure that strategy is firmed up. Write it down, five bullet points. Hey, on my GBP, I'm going to do this. Henry and Ajay said I should change my my holiday hours. Um, to not confuse my users and give them more confidence on my website. I should probably, you know, add a pop-up, change my banners, make sure my hours are updated. Um, I should probably check in on my Apple Maps and at least a, a few of my other directories if I'm not having a, uh, you know, a, a solution from a marketing agency where they're taking all of it for me. Sure, then go in and update them all manually. Just make sure that it's done at the end of the day. If I'm e-com, then, you know, hey, I'm making sure that my website is certainly excellent as that's part of the ad quality score. I'm making sure that my campaigns are tailored towards uh, obviously what I'm trying to do. And other than that, guys, the last note I want to leave there is probably email marketing. Email marketing is, and we've covered, we've touched on it, but we haven't gone into it, is one of the most positive ROI propositions in our industry. If you think about it on Google ads, a click is a click that's going to cost you money on LSA. A call is a call um, on organic. Obviously that traction is free, but you got to keep doing things consistently to build that traction and doing them correctly. Email marketing, it, it's it's right there. It's in your face and people are in their e- email multiple times a day. Sometimes they're on you capturing your user on your, on the phone, on the go, on the tablet. So think about towards implementing email marketing as well. What types of emails do you want to send out in and around the holidays? What types of promotions do you want to offer? What sort of campaigns do you want to run through your email? It's just another way to, um, to approach your users at a very low cost. That is something to where if you, maybe you can't budget it in throughout the year, at least consider it in during the holidays when you could benefit from that high return on, on your investment. So that's such a good point. Like right now I'm, I'm looking at my emails and I'm flooded with, uh, emails from, companies that I did business with last year or the year prior, you know, Toast, T-O-U-S is uh, a business that I've purchased jewelry from in the past for my wife. And, and I get remarketed and, and also email marketing from them all the time. And it works, especially during this time of, of year. This is when people want to get reminded of those types of uh, purchases so that they can do them again. Best type of customer is a repeat customer and right. who builds that loyalty with you. So on that note, everyone, um, he, we here at OMG National, we're wishing you obviously a very safe, peaceful and, and happy holidays. Um, we hope you guys get into just a little bit of the holiday spirit, if not with us, at least uh, you know on your own and with your family. So Please be safe. Take care. Have fun out there. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Happy holidays. Care.